You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Reckla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change Hi the world. Hi kids, this is your Superpower Kid, Neverly Reckla, and today we have an amazing interview. We are talking about the entrepreneur journey with The Body Whisper. So the entrepreneur journey, it can mean so many different things, but a few examples are it can mean you're just going on the path of entrepreneurship or you're just discovering what really matters to you. And to talk with us today is Erin Birch, and she is a pioneer in the fields of health and wellness. She's a physical therapist, yoga teacher, a yoga therapist, and is known as the Body Whisperer. So without further ado, we hope uh, help me welcome our amazing guest, Erin Birch. Hi, Erin. How are you? Hi, Neva. What a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. I met Neva probably, I don't know, eight months ago or so. Does that yeah. sound about right? Yeah, yeah at the um, New Media Summit. And I was like, she's someone to watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on my show, and I'm super excited. Awesome. So, thank you. What are your superpowers? My superpowers. Well, my superpowers are that I can um, that I can feel into people's bodies where they have pain and pain patterns, because pain just doesn't happen on its own, right? Pain has something behind the curtain, and yeah. so um, so I'm good at um, going behind the curtain and going. Ooh, what have we here? And then, and then unraveling it so people don't have pain anymore. That's one of them. Another one is I can look at people and how they're moving and sort of see how they're how they're gonna um, how they're gonna be as an old person, right? So how they're already creating um, this. And that might sound like I'm not talking about kids, but I actually am talking about kids too. Um, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Those are good superpowers to have to be able to feel into the energies of the situation sometimes. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've worked with, uh, with kids and um, we think that aging happens when you're old. Of course, that's what everybody thinks. Right. But mm -hmm. it turns out that we start, we establish patterns early in our lives. And if those patterns don't get addressed and, and shifted, then those will determine our aging. Yeah, that's true. I definitely agree with that. So how long have you been helping people and helping them find how they can heal themselves? Well, I've been working uh, with people in their bodies for 40 years. So I've been a physical therapist for 40 years, almost 40 That's years. awesome. <laughs> so, um, but then I, you know, I got into a really, really, really bad fix with my own body about 26 years ago. And um, that's how I figured out how to, how to do a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now. Um, I developed a method called the Birch Method, and it's a way of um, like returning people to their design. Like when we are in our design, we feel good, and it lasts for a really long time. When we're not, it doesn't. That's that's true, because it's like you also feel it inside, and you know this isn't resonating with my body. Exactly. That's if you're paying attention, right? Yeah. Uh, exactly. we, you know, in our culture, we sort of think, oh, I don't have to pay attention to my body, <laughs> but we really do because yeah. if, we, if we want it to feel good and if we want it to last, 
And of course, we didn't come with a manual, which is a little, you know, uncomfortable and awkward. But and so we we try to figure it out. But um, you know, in the process that I went through, I learned a lot of things from the inside out. So I know a lot about bodies and how to fix them. Yeah, that's really cool. And like we said, it's like if you have to pay attention to it, and it's kind of like when you're eating. Like if something tastes really good, you wouldn't keep on eating it. Mm-hmm. But then you have to listen and say, I, I can't anymore. Exactly. So it's kind of exactly. like that. Yeah. Making healthier choices, right? Yeah. Not just eating what, what, because a lot, you know, it's interesting. Our bodies are really, really wise. And when they get off track, we don't, our meter isn't as, as sharp. Yeah. Yeah. So if you eat a lot of sugar, for example, you forget, like your taste for healthy food goes away. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. Yeah. And so, like, also you have to listen to what your mouth wants versus what your entire body needs. Yeah. like, sometimes your mouth is craving a giant thing of ice cream when your body's like, no, give me the carrots. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what's your favorite part about helping people and um, just – making sure they're in their highest frequency as well as yourself? Awesome question. So what, what really lights me up, Neva, is, is um, when I teach somebody about their body and they get it, right? Like I can see the lights go on. Because um, when people are um, up about their body, I say that they're either in the driver's seat or in the trunk, <laughs> 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 and those are two really different experiences yes. <laughs> because in the trunk, you don't have, you can't tell where you're going and it's dark and you don't have any control over where you're going and you're not sure where you're ending up and you don't, you're not sure how you got there. But when you're in the driver's seat, you've got you all of, you can take charge. You've got feedback. You're like, you're in a place where you're, where you're interactive with your world. Right. And you can learn how to drive really well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because it's like, also when you're in the trunk, you, you're letting other people control what you're doing. Exactly. 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 And, and over the, it's your body. Yes, exactly. It's your body, right? Yeah, totally. It's like, it's like if you're drawing, like it's your piece of paper. Like imagine the paper is your body. And you get to draw whatever you want, but if somebody else goes and scribbles all over what you drew, it messes up what is in resonance with you. Exactly. And, you know, there's really a place for other resources, other people, other, you know, um, approaches, other, you know, helpful things. Like I say, you know, use that, but don't make them the driver. Yeah, exactly. Or also try not to put other people in the trunk. Keep them. <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. Keep, you want to empower them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to make them feel like you're taking control, but it's because it's hard sometimes to be able to feel like you're in control, yet you're not taking somebody else's power away. It's- Exactly. And that's that what you what you just described is what I do because I want people in the driver's seat of their own body, right? I'm that's what I teach. I teach them because for so many years 
I would be the doer, right? Yeah. But but it's like that proverb, you know, give a man a fish or 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 teach him how to fish. It's it's that like when you know the design of your body and you're in the driver's seat, and yes, make use of me as a resource, as a guide, right? But but don't yeah. don't give me your your wheel. Like I don't yeah. want it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you also don't want to pawn your stuff off of on off to other people. Exactly. Like it's really important to hold your grounds and also don't take away other people's and don't let them take yours. Sounds like you know a lot about this. You're pretty wise. <laughs> well, thank you. So I think we have room for one other question. Um, how did you get the name The Body Whisperer? That's cool. a great that's a great question. Um, I had it um, given to me from one of my clients. <laughs> Awesome. Um, because I was, I kept asking my clients, I knew that what I was doing was really different. And I kept asking my client, how would you describe this? How would you describe this? How would you describe this? And they could never give me an answer. Finally, one of them said, you know what? I know what you, I know what to call you. She said, you're the body whisperer. And I was like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, because like the dog whisperer, you know, like they're effective at what they do. They have an intimacy with what they're working with. You know, like they, mm-hmm. like the, the dog whisperer just knows, right? He just knows. He's not guessing. He just knows. And that's how I feel when I work with people's bodies is I just know. That's awesome. Yeah. So we actually have to take a quick break, but really fast. Where can people go to find out more about you? They can go to the Birch Method, B-U-R-C-H, thebirchmethod.com. That's my website. And I would love to have conversations with people. There's a place there where you can sign up for a, um, a free consultation with me over the phone. And I would love to talk to people about their issues and their, and their questions about their bodies. Well, that's awesome. Definitely go check her out because she is amazing. So we'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Aaron Birch about the entrepreneur journey with the body whisper. So we actually have to do funny FaceTime. <laughs> I was getting ready. <laughs> so Basically, we'll just make our funniest faces in the midst of three seconds. Okay. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one. (laughs) (laughs) That one hurt my mouth. (laughs) Those are good funny faces. Best part of the show. (laughs) I always wait for this part. Okay, so what were you like as a kid? I was a tomboy, big time. 
I, awesome. So, so we had a, so I've always had an, an affinity for um, tree houses, tree houses rock. And I, I can't wait to be in a um, place where I can actually build an, an epic tree house. So we had this tree house when I was a kid and it was in this grove of um, pine trees and they built it like probably, I don't know, 15 feet up, 20 feet up, something like that. Ooh. And the only way you could get to that up that thing was a rope. You had to be able to climb a rope. So I was like, damn it, I'm going to climb that rope. Like, forget it, you know? So in gym class, when they, when they brought up the ropes, I was like, I can do this. <laughs> it was so great. I loved climbing I love. and being in the treehouse. That's awesome. I have never, I've been in a treehouse, but I've never been able to build one because we only have two main trees in our backyard and they're not that high up. Yeah. And my sister and I actually want to build a giant cardboard house. Like mm-hmm. a castle, basically. Yeah. Where you have to answer a riddle to get in. <laughs> of course <Yeah>. you do. <laughs> exactly. Or else you're, you you can't get in. Or or the consequences you have to go in the pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good compromise. Excellent. And, and so basically there's going to be a real working drawbridge, kind of. Uh-huh. And then when you go inside, there'll be a living room. And then like a kitchen which mm-hmm. will have a bunch of snacks, coolers, and then there's going to be a real bathroom. Wow. And that, that's going to be hard, but we'll, we'll figure it out with the bucket. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And then there's also going to be two or three bedrooms. Wonderful. I think that's, I think that's totally rocks. I love your vision. And I think that having, um, you know, like a very specific access is really smart because you don't want just anybody in your castle, man. Oh. Right? And then there's going to be an area where you can actually put a key in so you mm-hmm. can walk up the castle. And then we're going to have a hidden doorway somewhere in the midst of the castle. So if we have to get in, we can go ahead and slide right in. You have to have hidden passageways or hidden doors or hidden rooms. or And you have to have a storehouse for your riches. Yes. You have to have like a big chest where you have all of your um, amazing- Stuffed animals. Your, your wealth, exactly. Your stuffed <laughs> animals, your wealth. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you like to play with or like what did you like to do as a kid? Uh, well, I lived in this, um, I lived in a really kind of a special situation. So- um, we lived on a dead end street, so there wasn't a whole lot of traffic for us to get into trouble. Right. And behind our, um, our house, there was this amazing field and in the field, they had wild strawberries and they had wild blackberries. And, um, they also had this huge wood pile that we used to make into our castle pretty much. And we used to climb it. I used to just love being active and outside and running around. And we had, we had a whole bunch of kids on the street. And so there were like 20 some kids of different ages. And so we would play, um, you know, kickball and, and basketball. And um, we had a pool and we had, um, and we used to play Starlight Moonlight and we used to play Capture the Flag. And we would just freaking play all day long. And we would pick strawberries when they were in season and we'd pick blackberries when they were in season and we'd climb on the wood pile and we'd just be like, it was great. It was such a great childhood. That's awesome. Yeah. And with my, my neighborhood, we have kind of like our house 
we don't really go out much. We like just being inside. Yeah. Um, we have a couple of kids on the street, but they go to school and I'm homeschooled. So right. can't really play different hours. Yeah. Um, but I think that's really cool. It's kind of what, what I like to do. It's, I like to get outside. I like to go outside and swim and part fish. <laughs> yes. Um, I like to wrestle with my dog. Who uh, now of course. Do you have a picture of your dog? Um, I do not right now, but I can show you her after this interview. She okay. has no teeth anymore. Oh, my goodness. No whatsoever. So anytime we play and she goes to bite me now. <laughs> She's surprised that she can't stick her teeth into you. <laughs> and now it tickles. <laughs> what is happening now? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I've never had that experience of a dog bite with no teeth. It's like ticklish and gummy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I guess that's better than teeth, though. Jeez. Her new nickname is either gummy oh. or toothless. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that reminds me of the, um, of the um, Christmas uh, special. What is that one where they, they take all the teeth out of the abominable snowman? I haven't seen that one. Really? It's Rudolph. It's Rudolph something. Um, I mean, so it's a take on Rudolph. Yeah. I should watch it. But he's like, he's like all fierce and then he's got no teeth. So he's like. That's awesome. <laughs> so do you have any pets? I don't right now. I don't. No. I don't. Well, I used to have a dog. It was mostly my daughter's dog. So it wasn't really my dog. And he was a little bit you know, loco. Do you know that Spanish word means crazy? Yes. <laughs> and he used to, he used to lead breakouts all the time. It's a breakout? Um, uh, getting out of the house. He would chew oh. way out of the house. He would go out windows. He would like, he was loco. So I loved him and he was completely handsome. He was like a movie star, handsome dog, but, um, but he was crazy. And um, he when when, before we got him, um, he used to, there were a couple of dogs in the house and he would always lead breakouts. Like he'd be like breaking out of jail kind of, kind of a dog. He was crazy. Ew, that's funny. <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of like our dog Callie, but she never has really escaped. She's a amazing dog, but she used to be crazy when she had teeth for some reason. And then, um, when she got them removed, now she literally goes in the car with us to restaurants and sits outside with us. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. That's great. She's so calm now. Yeah. And so, and she used to be crazy, but she's like a new spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you lose your teeth, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> you know, my friend, two teeth, these two teeth, these are, um, they're titanium implants. They're, um, they're, they're not my real teeth. These two. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was about, when I was on that street, right. And I was running and we were playing a game and I collided with somebody and I did a face plant oh. and lost my two front teeth. And, oh. mm-hmm, and I've got to tell you front teeth, keep them if you can. <laughs> like, cause when, when I went, when I was having surgery on them and stuff, right. When they were out, I looked like a complete hag. I mean, there's no way to look good without front teeth. Just saying. There's no way to look good without front teeth. You look like a hag. <laughs> Something happened to me where these two friends of mine, they were playing and we were at a hotel and I was talking with somebody 
And one of them comes and runs into me on accident. Mm-hmm. And I faceplant. And then my entire bottom lip Ooh. was just... Oh, split wide open. Oh, it was girl. Oh, a lot of blood yeah. too, right? Yeah. It wasn't that bloody. It was more of a puffy. Oh, okay. Very puffy. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, face plant <laughs> is saw, no fun. I saw face planted walking a dog, a blind dog. Oh, my God. I wanted to walk the blind dog. <laughs> and it was a big dog, and I was like two. And then wow. I went that way. I went this way. I tripped on a brick. Face plant. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you still have your front teeth, so that's good. Yes, I have all four of them. Nice. They're beautiful. Thank you. So, we actually have to do something called Super Neva Questions. Ooh. Okay, I'm ready. What's going to happen is I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Okay. As fast as I can, and you have to answer them as fast as you can. Okay. Um, Are you ready? ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. What's your favorite color? Green. That was easy. <laughs> What's your favorite animal? <laughs> and my favorite animal is dragonflies. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather live in a, for the rest of your life, live in a hot tub full of hot fudge that in the hot tub still works? Or a giant pool, like a humongous, like four, like maybe 15 feet deep pool? That is with marshmallows this big, so it's not like water, but it's like marshmallows. <laughs> I'm going to go with the marshmallow pool. That, that's right. <laughs> that was easy. Because I'm allergic to chocolate. Oh. I know. I know. They should have gotten oh. rid of me. I mean, it wouldn't be that easy to move around in hot. So I'd, I'd be like, it's so true, especially because it's hot. Yeah, true. <laughs> It would really be terrible on summer days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite food? My favorite food is spaghetti. That was easy. Mine's sushi. Sushi, yum. If you could be any inanimate object, what would it be? <laughs> A gong. That was easy. A gong. That's <laughs> the first thing I thought of. You're asking me right off the cuff. I'm giving you right off the cuff. Like I, you know, these are not things I'm thinking about. So, <laughs> would you rather have a pet dragon or a pet unicorn? Mine's a, a dragon. Pet, pet unicorn. That was easy. I'd rather have a dragon. You want? You want to know why? Why? Because sometimes I speak unicorn. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. I would want both. To be honest, I would want a baby dragon and a baby unicorn. Mm-hmm. But then the dragon would be the one that takes me everywhere. Oh, yeah. Who needs a bike and a car and a, and a plane? You'd have to fire train him, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he'd be really good, though, if you were in a fight. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got it. You got it. You got a pit bull? Yeah. So I got a dragon. <laughs> 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 like, what's that going to do? That's awesome. Yeah, and then I would and then I would treat them to get along with my dog. And they would all like have little bands, something. You They'd, put your dog on the back of the dragon. Yeah, I could have. It could be like a. It would go probably since my dog is only seven pounds and already full grown. She's like this big. Mm-hmm. Um, 
probably the biggest one would be the dragon. Yes. And the medium one would be the unicorn. Yes. And then the baby of the family would be the dog. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Awesome. And, you know, a, dra- a unicorn is pretty handy in a fight, too. Yeah, true. They can stab people with their horns. Yes, they can. Just go. Yes. Ram them. <laughs> yes. Yep. And then you're then the parents of the person that you would that got stabbed by the unicorn would be like, how would you stab him? Like, it wasn't me. It was my unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather have the power to fly or the power of invisibility? Invisibility? Like, invisibility? Yeah. Like you said. Um, huh. I think I'd rather, hmm, I think I'd rather, I'd rather be invisible. Really? Yeah, because – go ahead, tell me, tell me yours. I would like to be able to fly because I've had many dreams of me flying mm-hmm. over, like, dangerous areas. Like, like I had a weird dream where it was, like, a haunted house. Like, our house was literally haunted. Mm-hmm. And I could fly over all the zombies and vampires. Oh, my. Yeah. Not just any haunted house. Zombie and <laughs> vampire haunted house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think in being invisible – you could, um, you could, you could just be places where people didn't know where you that you were there, yeah. and they would say things that they in an unguarded moment, and you could get crazy intel um, from all kind. Like you could be like a spy who went invisible. Yeah. And if you were both, that'd be really helpful. I I'm all about the both. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. dragon, the unicorn, the invisibility, and the fly. Yep. Yes, because I agree with the invisibility. Because then you could be, like, super sneaky and stuff. And especially if it was somebody that you didn't really get along with you could, and you, you didn't like him around them, you could literally just walk around them and be like, oh, <laughs> You could freak them out. You could. That's a great way for Halloween. Just, like, just, like, go invisible and then pop out with your candy bone and go, woo! Totally. And then you could you could you could make noises like knock things off a shelf, and they'd be like, <gasps> "It's haunted." And people would definitely hire you for a haunted house. Yeah. Like, or if you could fly and then be invisible, you could like sneak up to people and like lift them up. Oh my god! <laughs> people out. That would be totally freaky. That would be. I now I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, a haunted house with, with zombies and vampires and then dragons flying over them but really being invisible and lifting exactly. up. That, that's crazy. Yeah, you yeah. can have a crazy dream there. Yeah, yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. So, sadly, we have to wrap up, but really fast, can you remind people where they can go to find out more about you? Absolutely. It's um, the Birch Method. That's Birch with the B-U-R-C-H, thebirchmethod.com. Um, I'd be thrilled to hear from you from this podcast. I think Neva is a rock star and I love being here. <laughs> well, again, definitely go check her out because she is amazing. So would you like to join me in this sign off? Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. So remember kids, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. world. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Erin.
<laughs> Thank you, Neva. So lovely to be here. <laughs> build yourself an amazing castle and build yourself an amazing day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Today.